Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Wickety Whack Wednesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Good morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. What a game last night at the CTC. Shout out. The Senators beating the Columbus Blue Jackets 4 nothing. Mm-hmm. They're starting the new year off pretty good, eh? To- totally. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the beginning of the season. Let's hope this continues. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they host the Seattle Kraken on Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. They have the Send skills on Sunday, which we're proud to be uh, uh, promoting. Uh, Janelle, you've never been to Send skills, right? No, I haven't. Yeah, I don't cool. really know what it's all about, to be completely honest. I mean, I know that they're, you know, we're, we're testing out all the players to see who, who's the best of the best kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, fastest yeah. skater, hardest shot, accuracy, like all of that, like all the hot dogging that you can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite is, is the hardest shot. Yeah. Seeing okay. a player line up at the blue line and wiring a slap shot to the net, that, that for me is the yeah. coolest one. There's, Standing there's there no, with a radar machine, just boom, seeing that No number. goalie has to take that, right? Like they, no. they leave an open net, right? <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be like putting you to shame for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, it's obviously a big night tonight if we're going to keep on the hockey trends. Go Canada. Canada yeah. taking on the U.S. in the semifinals. 6.30 is puck drop, and of course, that's all happening in Halifax, and I loved this article that I was reading from Halifax, and it says, right out of the gate, it says, you want to talk about someone other than Connor Bedard after every one of Canada's games at the World Juniors, but he's not making it easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this kid is just a phenom, and everybody, of course, wanted to talk about what he did after that last game, that incredible goal that's going to be replayed and replayed every year till the yeah, end of time. He's just a master with a stick it re- reminds me back to 2008 when well, 2009 when I I am didn't MC I was PA announcer for the world juniors and we had a packed house every night mm-hmm. well they've had packed houses yes. I mean I'm not surprised this is like the first time the East Coast has really gotten a taste of professional hockey like yeah. this yeah. right they don't get this <laughs> no. and they've been packing every game and I heard a stat someone was saying that even for like one of the like lesser games in terms of like like last place team and whatever mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't like a, a game that meant really anything yeah. in the standings they still had like 6000 people flood into the 10000 person stadium yeah. <laughs> yeah because in order to get the 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 great uh, seats you have to buy the lesser seats you know teams that people don't necessarily want to see but it's still uh, professional hockey. I mean, they're still teenagers, but it's still great hockey. It's oh, amazing. it's amazing hockey. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's going to be back to back. So tonight, if they do win against the U.S., and right away that gold medal game is tomorrow night. So oh. they don't get a rest. <laughs> no. No rest for the wicked. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, boys and girls, uh, people whose names start with this letter usually have the longest life. Would you like to know which letter it is? Sure. Okay. Yeah. The letter is A. If your name starts oh. with the letter A, you have a, you'll live the longest life uh, more than people that don't have the letter that starts with A. Long life. Who Lucky is? you, yes. Angie. Whoop, whoop. Look at me just sailing off into is, my sunset years. Is there like any sort of yeah, data like why? behind this? <laughs> Come on, you know that. I don't provide uh, any extra facts. Like, I have no idea why that would be. Yeah. Like, I can't even think of one reason why, like, scientifically, biologically, medically, that would be. 
I, just, just accept it. We're going to have to look this up, Angie. <laughs> We're going to have to do a deep dive, unless right. someone else is already doing that for us. Uh, can I ask you for a score there, Angie? No, because I want to know why I'm going to live so much. Ah, we don't need facts. I, t- but, I tell you that. We but don't also, need facts. Things. Am I going to outlive my pension? Because I don't know if that's a good uh, thing. <laughs> I want to live long, but I don't want to live that long. Right? Like, I want to be able okay, to afford I'll, I'll myself. Go to, I'll, I'll go to Janelle. Janelle, score? Well, you didn't tell me that I was going to live long, so you ain't going to get a good score from me. Right. Uh, Angie? Well, I need to know why, but okay. I'll give you like a 7.5 for what? average <laughs> performance. You wow. told me nothing of value. I served up a home run and you give me a what? No. All right, to the good listener we go. Uh, Bitterman with a yawn and go six. Thank you, Bitterman. You See, he's the only honest one. Truth comes out. Aaron the Trollster, of course he's going to give you a good score yes. because his name is Aaron. 10 yes. out of 10. That was good for once. We have good facts on Move 100, not as good as mine, but still good. (laughs) Aaron has some good facts while you were away. He provided. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe he can replace me when I leave. (laughs) (laughs) Best fact of 2023, 10 out of 10 Hall of Fame gusto. Mm. My mom, Anne, is 93 and still living on her own. So there you go. You get a 10 out of uh, 10 for longevity from Turley Sharon. Wow. Nice. Um, Hall of Fame boss traveler. That means I will have a shorter life. So only going to give you a seven today. (laughs) Stewart's number one favorite fan is Neurotic Mama. Amanda gives him a 10. She's changing her name now. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Well, that's A-OK for me, says Cranky Craig, giving you a nine. Okay. Does it count if people call you something that starts with an A? Because oh. A-hole <laughs> comes up often for my hubby, says Sharon the Tired. But that's his nickname. Yeah. <laughs> she, gave him, uh, she gave you an 8.5. <laughs> I love it. All right. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? So a lot of people have been standing by waiting for any kind of updates on Buffalo Bills player Damar Hamlin. And his family has now shared a pretty encouraging update about him. So we are getting a bigger picture that, of course, we saw the nine minutes of CPR that was performed on the field during Monday Night Football. But apparently he had to be resuscitated not once but twice during the ordeal. And we did know that he was on a ventilator to help him breathe. Apparently has a little bit of lung damage, but is now breathing using only 50% of the ventilator. He needed a full 100% uh, earlier. So um, we say that, you know, they're feeling the love. They're feeling the support. Fans have been gathering outside his hospital. The support has just been ridiculous. And we have uh, been talking about this toy drive that he had started, you know, over the holidays. And it was to raise money. It was a GoFundMe to support his mother's daycare program in Pittsburgh. And these kids and their families had been hard hit and they were trying to get some toys and supplies for the daycare. It started out at $2,500. Now it is well over, soaring over $4 million. Fans have been flocking to the GoFundMe to support him, to support the family. It's just been, like they said, something that they could never have imagined. Yeah. So wow. great. Mm-hmm. Really, really good job. And I was so shocked to see this. Again, another update we've been waiting for, you know, more info from is this Jeremy Renner story, of course, in the Marvel movies, Hawkeye and the Avengers. He's an incredible actor, but he um, suffered a very tragic snowmobile accident 
up in Nevada and was airlifted to hospital and we just heard critical condition. Yesterday, he posted a photo of himself on Instagram. I know. Yeah, I I saw that. He's in a hospital bed and he doesn't look... No. The best. But yeah, I mean, he clearly has facial injuries yeah. as well. I mean, we knew he had a leg injury. We knew that there was a chest injury. Uh, he, his update actually did say, thank you all for your kind words. I'm too messed up to type right now. Yeah. Yeah. He said, but I'm sending love. But um, police have said, and a little bit more information. So he was trying to help a family member get their vehicle out of the snow because they were completely snowed in and stuck. So he stepped out of this plow machine that he was in to speak to the family member, and the machine started to roll. So he tried to jump back in the driver's seat to stop the rolling, fell, and it rolled over him. Dude, you're not Tom Cruise. So that machine, the police said, weighs over 14,000 pounds. Oh, my gosh. Imagine. It's amazing he's alive. So lucky to be alive. Dodged a big bullet. Absolutely. Uh, And that's what's trending. We all possess a unique set of skills, some more useless than others, and I'm willing to bet that uh, my useless skill is better than anybody's, and at least I can do this better than anybody here wow. in Ottawa. Gutsy. And uh, it's a car Tetris. Car. <laughs> Car Tetris. Car packing Tetris is my useless skill that I would be throwing on my uh, resume for 2023. How does that work? Well, you just become so good at packing your car up when you have a very teeny tiny car and your family sends you home with too much stuff for Christmas. Yes. I I was thinking the other way where you're driving in traffic and you're like intervening between cars. That's Frogger. Sounds sounds dangerous. So basically every square inch of real estate in that trunk, backseat, Mm -hmm. everything is taken up somehow. Yeah, I would say it's a bit of a tag team effort and now that like because we have the dog, she sits in a crate in our backseat. So uh, in the last couple of years we've had to get really good at it we've got yeah. a small compact car with a tiny trunk we've got to carry all the dog stuff which includes yeah. a secondary crate all her toys or water dish or dog food so there's not a lot of real estate left and so for christmas this year adam's family goes so above and beyond um we yeah <laughs> it's just overboard mm. so i was in the house packing and tetrising all of the boxes to then be packed into the car and he mm-hmm. comes back he's like this is our best job yet Janelle <laughs> <laughs> well you know what this is training for when you have children uh, yes because yes. you think you're traveling heavy now wait till you're going to the cottage for a week with an exercise oh. or a jolly jumper a yep. playpen well hopefully by then we don't have a tiny teeny tiny car <laughs> true true you're gonna need a minivan <laughs> yes you are <laughs> what are you good at Stu what's your I'm, useless fact m- you my sp- useless uh, activity is dishwasher specialist. I can rearrange any dishwasher to make it perfect because my family doesn't know how to load the dishwasher. I do. Mm-hmm. It's been well documented over the years how yes. you obsess about your dishwasher. Yeah, because my kids put like dishes up close. You can't. You have to leave room for the water to spray. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was one of the first thing that I noticed in that photo that you shared on our Facebook page. You are basically loading half of your dishwasher and running. You only have like no. six plates in there. No, I, I'm loading it properly because when I, I have to rearrange that because my kids put the plates literally the bowls back to back. Yeah. The water would never get through it. Have you tried it? Yes. 
<laughs> I mean, the bowls, yes, I can get. But you don't even put a plate in every single rack. You this... you stagger them so it's like there's like a rack in between each plate. Well, you have to give room for the dishes to breathe. You're friends. a water waster. Uh, <laughs> not a water waster. I'm... That would take me three uh, washes to get my yeah. entire family's dishes done if I did it your way. No, my way is the best way. That, you look like you have a new dishwasher. I got an old crappy one at home, and I still load it every plate in every slot. And I they would all rather come out good. play Russian roulette. <laughs> And that I'll get a couple plates that are still dirty that I'll have to clean, then then load it like that and have well, to do me two too. loads. The other thing about dishwashers, people don't know, and I've explained this to my kids a thousand times and my wife, you have to rinse the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher. No, you don't. Oh. You no, have you to. Don't. You have to. Uh-uh. You do for certain things. I agree. Like avocado. Have you ever put yes. an avocado yeah. plate in a dishwasher? No. It bakes on. Yeah. Oh. It's cement. Uh, same thing with oatmeal. oatmeal. Yes. And same macaroni thing with and cheese. And eggs sometimes yeah. will do that. Yeah. But yeah, so certain things, but not everything. You're talking to the former Red Lobster dish, dishwasher <laughs> kingpin of 1989. You mean dish pig? Yeah. <laughs> Those <laughs> industrial dishwashers are way different than what we got at home. <laughs> okay, Angie, what's your specialty on your resume? What are you going to lie actually, about? Actually, yeah, I know. It's actually uh, my simple, useless skill is actually the same as someone um, who already commented on our Facebook page. Dave and I are twinsies. So mine is, in my household, when anyone comes to me, and I mean, if anyone has teenagers, you know how many hoodies you have in your household or how many pairs of jogging pants that's all they wear now but uh if someone comes to me and they've lost a string mm-hmm. in like the hood or yeah. in their jogging pant pants right, yeah i can 100 percent every time very quickly and and somewhat easily restring that through and most oh. people give up and just throw that oh, string out yeah i've got four or five hoodies for you for me <laughs> that i can somehow like just weave 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 where other people be like it's never going back in i have a little trick and I can do it every single time. Oh, I know. Do you do you attach a safety pin and uh, I will swing not it through? Tell. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> no, I don't. I, love, I love how you don't want anyone else. This is a job I wouldn't want. This no. is a job that I don't want my children to come to me for. I would teach them so I don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, my six-year-old, not so well, uh, no. dexterous. <laughs> but he <laughs> probably loses more strings than anyone else. But yeah, no, I would say I'm definitely the hoodie stringer in the house. That is my skill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Look at you go. Look mm. at us. We are so professional. Professional. Yeah. Who wants to hire us? Yeah. Hook it up. <laughs> All right. What is your useless skill that you would put on your resume for 2023? Well, there are the valuable skills that you acquire in life, you know, when you go to school and things like that. And then there's also the useless ones that you just pick up along way, along the way. But, you know, they do make you like a household hero every once in a while. Yeah. They're your, you know, special talent. So we've been asking you, what are those useless skills that you could add to your 2023 resume? We all went through our own, but some of y'all are pretty talented. You ever get the hiccups and can't control them? Oh, oh yeah. Hiccups yeah. are the worst. You try to hold your breath. They, they just like go sing the Jeopardy song or something like that. Oh, I've never heard that. <laughs> so Matt chimes in on her Facebook page. He can make hiccups stop anytime after they start. He says it's its very own special secret power. Wow. How? Well, yeah, why won't you tell us? I know, like holding breath, drinking water. Like, I've tried it all. But sometimes they drinking just... Drinking water upside down, I think, is supposed to be something that you can do. I don't know what it is that makes my husband get the hiccups in the middle of the night, oh. out of nowhere, oh. while sleeping. That would like, drive me nuts. I want to punch him when it happens. <laughs> you should. Does punching him make it stop? Nope. Nope. Tried. Uh, all right. So we talked about uh, Lisa and her, her feet that are basically hands. 
Um, so she says that she can turn off light switches with her foot when her hands are full. Never in my wildest dreams would I think that the foot would be the next option if I didn't have hands. I would never be able to get my foot up to a light switch. I'd use my nose. You'd have to be so flexible to do that. Your nose. You could use your nose. (laughs) I just shoulder check them. I'm just like, boom. Just throw a shoulder check into the light switch. She's a lot easier than what Mm -hmm. Lisa does. But bravo to you, Lisa. Yeah. You know, uh, Dawn has mastered the art as... Many women have, and it is a good skill to have. Uh, <laughs> taking off the bra without disturbing the shirt quality whatsoever. <laughs> Just right through the armhole. Yep, yep. When, you, when you're too lazy to take the shirt off and yep. then put it back on afterwards. Uh, that's right. Uh, we have Cole, who can say the alphabet backwards faster than people can say it forward. <gasps> that blew oh, my mind. You have to call us. I oh would love God. to hear that. Yes. Right? So if you're Cole and you can do that, call us at 613-750-1100. I want to hear this. You're not going to attempt it? No, not a chance. Oh, gosh. Z-Y, that's about as far as I go. Uh, Sheila, who works in the schools, uh, can always tell, she says, her special skill is she can always tell if a kid at school did not wash their hands in the washroom. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey. That's a good skill to have, though. Yeah. Yes. So Bev just texted us at ten zero thirty. Says she too has the secret hiccup skill, but it's saying? not something you can teach. She said you just have it. Oh, you just come do on! It. Come on! Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending? Well, it's never something you want to go through when it's the peak or the beginning of what is to be your main season. But Calabogie Peaks, oh my goodness, they've been dealing with a bit of a nightmare yesterday. So they had to close their ski hill after uh, one of the big structures there. It was the snowmaking structure, basically yeah, the pump, pump house. house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, caught fire. Massive blaze. I, I didn't really, like, when yeah. you say pump house, I think to me, like a tiny little, yeah. like pool pump house or something. It you was know? a lot bigger than I thought too. Yeah, it was big. <laughs> big, big, big. And uh, like, I mean, the entire structure is lost. So it's going to take some time to take all of that out of the area and then obviously rebuild it. But they actually anticipate that they're only going to miss like a few days of skiing. They, they say two to three is what they're hopeful for. Okay. So I don't really know because, I mean, they do need to be snowmaking right now. Yeah, that's the only problem. Yeah. I guess, losing that equipment. But uh, they say, you know, it's unfortunate. It's been a temporary setback. Um, frustrating as it is. But, I mean, I guess... It's uh, a bit of a blessing that it happened now at the very start of the season than not at the peak of the season, right? right? Mm-hmm. In the middle of it all. So uh, hopefully Calabogie gets back up and running. But if you are a skier and you've been taking a look, then just make sure you keep checking every day before you just head on up yeah. there. So two of the most famous Canadian skaters are engaged. Hmm. But not necessarily the dynamic duo we wanted to be engaged well, years ago. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. So we all remember the uh, romance we had with Tessa Virtue and Scott Moore, even though they weren't in a romance. And never were. Yeah. And like, never were. Never were at any point. <laughs> but when we watched them perform a nice dance together, everyone just thought, these two need to get together. This yeah. chemistry, you know, mm-hmm. it's the chemistry. But then they let everybody down and said, no, 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 we're just, <laughs> we're just friends. He's got a girlfriend. And I'm good. So anyway, apparently Tessa Virtue is engaged. To who? And she's engaged to Toronto Maple Leafs defenseman Morgan Riley. Oh wow, that's I knew a pretty. She was dating a Leafs player, but engaged. Mm. Okay. 
So, she skates better than him. Yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. So I guess they were introduced through mutual friends. They have been hiding their private life, though, from the public for nearly three years now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty long time to go pretty much under the radar. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she revealed on a podcast she just did recently, showed off her ring. They're engaged. And uh, so there you have it. The Scott Moore thing is done. It's officially. Now, <laughs> now we can finally let it to rest. <laughs> let it go, people. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. On this wickety whack Wednesday in the nation's capital, Janelle, who's made the cut today? Today we have on the line with us Tyson and Karen. And Stu, you and Karen will be up first. Good morning, Karen. Can we pull this off? Let's hope so, Stu. Come on. We can All right. do it. All right. Choices, categories, you know? Well, thank you to Natalie Martin, who sent these in. We have either red or yellow. Which do you like? Red. Red? All right. Three, two, one. One of these a day will keep the doctor away. Uh, aspirin. No. Uh, go again. A uh, fruit. Ta-ta. Fruit. Uh, apple. Yes. And you put these on top of ice cream. Cherries. Yes, and uh, this is a color of, uh, you give these at Valentine's Day. It's a flower. Uh, uh, roses. Yes, and uh, another word for meat is what? Uh, steak. Okay, um, no, uh, you have this rolling through your veins. Blood. And what's what's in a hamburger? What kind of beef? Uh, beef. Yeah, unfortunately after the buzzer on that one. But you guys got four, so we'll see how that holds up. And just hang on the line, Karen. Good morning, Tyson. Hello. Hi. Guy, how are you doing today? Pretty well, thanks. Good, good. Okay, so we have to be four to steal the win. Okay, Tyson? Okay. Your category is yellow. Okay. Is that yellow? Okay, here we go. Not a lime, but a... Orange. No, not a lime, but lemon. the... Yes, lemon. yeah. Uh, and you a stick of what? You cook with it, you put it on toast... Butter. Yes. Uh, and uh, this is the thing up in the sky. Sun. And uh, these are the huge flowers that grow so tall. Oh, no. Oh, no. no, no. Uh, Ernie played with this in the bathtub, and kids play yeah, with them. Rubber duck. Yes, good. Uh, and you wear this when it's wet outside. Raincoat. Raincoat just on the bus. Nice. I was worried there. Nice job, Tyson. So lucky. Oh, man. Me with the flower. Yeah. (laughs) All right. What did he win? All right. Well, Tyson, we have got for you a $100 Lotto 649 voucher. So you can win with Encore lottery tickets or with the new uh, Lotto 649. This Wednesday's gold ball jackpot is $46 million or a guaranteed $1 million plus the classic jackpot of $5 million. Perfect. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle. Today's best variety the year was 1998, and all hell broke loose thanks to Mother Nature, the ice storm. On this day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 25 years ago. That yeah. seems like like that's impossible. No. 25 years ago, it didn't happen. Because I realized what I posted. I realize now how old I am. I'm old, I'm old as blank. Mm-hmm. So I, I was reminded of a story. I was working at, at the 106.9 The Bear back then. I was working weekends. And we were knee-deep in the ice storm, and I get this call on their crest line. I answer it. I go, hi, 106.9, the bear. Yeah. How's it going? Good. Do you, are you reporting an outage? Uh, no, there's a fire down the street from me. Okay. Is everybody okay? I, I think so. 
have you called 911? No. Why haven't you called 911? <laughs> oh I just thought you guys should know. <laughs> just you want me to dedicate, you want me to dedicate a song? Want, no, hang up and call 911. Okay. Uh, oh, well, the bear was on the map back then. Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, my God. But you were saying that like you were running off generators, obviously. There were the no air. lights in the station. Every, we were running off generators just to keep the radio station. And like we were told, don't touch anything. Don't plug anything in. That doesn't need to be plugged in. Mm-hmm. So every, all the light, it was legit like dark. And the only light that was on was the extension in the lobby, which you would oversee from the control room. And the Christmas tree is on in, in the lobby. Oh. <laughs> I called the technician. I'm like, uh, the engineer. I said, Jeff, the only thing that's working in the station besides the radio is the Christmas tree. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> the engineer, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, you were lucky you were able to get into work because over 2 million people were not <laughs> able yes. to travel yeah. around wow. this city. I mean, it was just, I mean, at the height of it all, you never want to say it, but it was... Like nature's beauty. Yeah. Like it was terrible, trust us, yeah. to live through. But I mean, just the crystallizing of every single branch of every tree. And then you'd yeah. be lying there in bed at night and you would hear them cracking and falling and shattering yeah. like glass. And but falling on cars. It was just this crystal wonderland. But it was terrible. I mean, there were hydro lines down. Yeah. There were lives lost. There were people living in, you know, shelter situations because they didn't have any source of heat whatsoever, wearing literally every piece of clothing in your closet just to uh, try to stay alive. Wow. I'm, he- I'm hearing from people who ha- didn't have power for a month. Yeah, no, 33 days. Yeah. 33 days. Woo! Some people went without power. So me at the time, I had just started my job with the new RO. <laughs> and at the time, for my job, I had to commute two hours every morning to Pembroke and oh. two hours home every night to come oh home from God. Pembroke. What was the highway like? And Well, that's a thing. I couldn't go to work. I yeah. just started my job, but I wasn't like required to go. You couldn't even travel that highway at that time, and I was living at home. And I still, um, I was not allowed to have my boyfriend sleep over in those years, <laughs> my boyfriend of a long period of time. But my parents send me to, sent me to stay at his house because we lived in Stittsville, had zero power. Yeah. And my parents were just like surviving on like, we had thankfully a wood fireplace that they were yeah. living in front of. But they sent me to stay at his place because they still had power in Orleans where they were. But um, so I got to like live with his family for almost two weeks oh until we got gosh. power back. Yeah, but it was crazy. I didn't have to go to work or anything. Anything. For as bad as it was, my apartment building, I mean, it was, was a, they were impossible to deal with, but we had power for those three wow. weeks. Wow. And yeah, people would come over to my apartment and I'd like host the parties in my apartment. Hey, you yeah. guys, it was a great pickup line when I'd go to Grace and <laughs> Hey, yeah. you want to come back to my place? <laughs> I got power. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy because we've had so many tornadoes and storms and floods yeah. and everything since then. But man, people remember exactly how they felt and where they were during the ice storm of 98 for sure. And thank God for those hydro workers. You know, oh. I, every time we have power out, I get mm-hmm. upset, but I realize that, that there's people out there working to try and restore the power. I don't know how they do it, but yeah. those are the heroes. To well, me. they came from far and wide yeah. to help us yeah. out of that. I I thought this was interesting. This comment that's on the Facebook page, just talking about this, like twenty five years ago today. Tina says, "Yes, she went into labor on this day. Oh my gosh, yes. twenty five years that sounds ago. Sounds like a nightmare. She's <laughs> like, my daughter is twenty five today. Kind of will never forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending? 
Well, as we've been supporting the next gen of great hockey players watching these World Junior Hockey Championship games, if you just watch one game, tonight might be one to watch. Absolutely. It is the ultimate rivalry. It is happening once again, Canada versus USA. So that game is going to be happening tonight at 6.30. And here's hoping tournament standout Connor Bedard and Team Canada can get it done. And if so, mm-hmm. it is back-to-back as tomorrow night will be the gold medal game. Reminds me of 08. You gotta mm. love, though, that it's in Canada, actually, and we're not waking up at 4 a.m. to watch these right? games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> know. You know, it's a reasonable time to watch the game. Tonight's the night to make a little supper, eat on the coffee table, mm. and yeah. watch the game. So, if you want to know where to travel in 2023, uh, the people at CNN have you covered. So they have a travel division at CNN. Yeah, like where Anderson Cooper works, CNN. So they just released their list of the top 23 destinations in the world to visit this year. Is beautiful Barhaven on that list? No. (laughs) Uh, Switzerland, Mm -hmm. Fiji, Mm -hmm. Belize. All on my list. You know, places like that are, of course, on the list. And there's only one Canadian city that graces this list of, again, Best place to travel in the world. Which one? Ottawa. Really? Uh No. Yes. Ottawa, Canada is in with all of that mix. Like, if you're going to narrow down the entire globe and only pick 23 places and Ottawa's on the list? Get out. You know why? No. Because we just got a hotel in Barhaven. That's why. No, that's not why. They didn't say Barhaven. They, they said Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you may be wondering why. Yes, I definitely am. <laughs> Some of the reasons they list as why you need to travel to Ottawa, Canada, is um, our jazz festivals, because we have two of them. They didn't even list Blues Fest, but the Jazz Fest. <laughs> They listed um, the Rideau Canal. Right. They listed our hockey games. Like, like our the Sens games? games. Okay. Um, Sounds and, very generic. And Parliament Hill. Okay. <laughs> Someplace we can't even you go because Wellington's close. <laughs> and you can't even go in the buildings right now. No. And I, <laughs> I love how they worded it, though, because while they're noting about Ottawa, these things that are great things to visit, they say, while it doesn't have Montreal's French flair mm-hmm. or Toronto's international oomph, it is graceful and understated in Ottawa. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what we are. Nothing wrong with that. Graceful uh, and understated. And delicious yeah. Golden Palace egg rolls. That's a must stop. Yeah. I would list that before I would list Parliament <laughs> Hill. <laughs> That's what's trending. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, coming up on Friday, it happens to be National Take Down Your Christmas Tree Day. Mm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really ready yet. Me <laughs> either. I was kind of thinking about leaving mine up until like the end of January. Yeah, cozy. It's nice. I um, like it too. Not me. It was out. Yeah, it's already gone, eh? Taken down. The house is wiped clean. Well, you don't really have that option when you have a real tree, though. Yeah, I was going to say, less <laughs> of uh, less of a you know a learning curve with that, like leaving it up till the end of the month and seeing what happens. Um, so you got to get it out. But before you drag that Christmas tree out to the curb, you might want to consider... Using it for maybe a little seasoning. What? <laughs> maybe a little, you know, little kitchen time. No, you're not doing p- pine cone latte, are you? No. Okay, but listen to this, though. There is a book. 
It's an actual cookbook, and it's getting a ton of attention. No surprise. God. But it's a book that's called How to Eat Your Christmas Tree. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And the author says that you can actually use the needles just as you would use rosemary, bay leaves, etc. for flavor. But but who likes that pine tree flavor? Well, different Types of trees yield different flavors, of course, right? There's different types of evergreens. There's different types of needles. But uh, so some of the examples that she gives in the cookbook is that the needles can be blended into vinegar, like, and you can use them for pickling. Oh, okay. It can be crushed into gin as a seasoning for drinks. That's the only way I can see, because that makes sense. Gin has a pine yep. pine kind mm-hmm. of flavor to it. Yeah. Um, there are TikTok videos that show people boiling their cleaned needles and making pine needle tea, which I didn't realize is already an herbal tea that you can buy everywhere. Oh, so is this writer 25 years old? Pine needle tea is really good for coughs, apparently chest congestions, good for sore throats. It's good for obesity and depression. I'm like, why am I now want to go out and buy a tree? (laughs) Start boiling it down. Uh, But apparently there's even a certain type of evergreen that makes for a really great ice cream flavor when it's ground up. Stop it. What? No. Not a chance. There's Uh no way the Mary Dairy is making ice cream from trees. (laughs) No. I'm super curious, though, if there's anyone that's ever tried any of these things. I mean, there are a lot of sustainable people out there. Thankfully, we have a fake tree. Of course, you might want to do your own research before attempting to ingest a tree that's been in your house for weeks. Uh, Move 100 told me to eat my tree. Don't say you heard it here. No, but apparently this book, I mean, like Daily Mail, everybody's been talking about this book because people are just like, really? I had no idea. No, it's because it's whack. But I had no (laughs) idea that there was already so many products out there that you can buy that incorporates pine needles in some way, shape or form. Apparently, there's a lot of benefit to them, a lot of health benefits. Yeah. No, thanks. I mean, if you just cut a couple little branches off and just no, play with yeah, it. Yeah, you wouldn't need a lot of branches. You don't need no, a thanks. whole damn tree to make tea all year. So, no, nope. like, apparently, you, like, on a cookie sheet, you put, like, a couple of tree pieces right. nope. into the oven. And then, like, when it's charred, you just, like, grind it up and then blend it. And that's how you Who use your Who are seasoning. you? I didn't say I do this. I have a fake tree. <laughs> so, don't attempt this with a fake tree. <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. The author is Julia George Ellis. <laughs> how to eat your Christmas tree. Yes. This Good will luck. not be on my, my list. Do not buy me this book. <laughs> Next do year. Do not. <laughs> I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, most kids would be happy with getting a puck or a program or maybe a T-shirt as a souvenir at a hockey game. But not 12-year-old Carter Buck from New Brunswick. He is a young enterpriser. And he made a very clever sign to get several mementos during the World Junior Hockey Championships in his area. So he made his own big Bristol board sign, as kids do. But his said, 
I'll trade you a chocolate bar for a puck or two for a stick. Smart. <laughs> and he had chocolate bars taped all over his sign, almost uh, like he was running his own mini concession stand. Smart kid. <laughs> At least kid. there's options. Right? <laughs> so, he, you know, obviously the goal to talk to the players, get them to read the sign. He said yeah. some of them would look. You would get some players that would come back out, maybe give them a different stick, not the one that they, you know, love. But after he got his very first stick, his mom said there was no stopping him. He was going down there an hour before the games. He was staying after every game. He was going down in between the periods. And with all that dedication, Carter collected five sticks. Wow. Three of them goalie sticks. Eight pucks. A referee's whistle, <laughs> dozens of signatures, and of course, countless memories that will last a lifetime. But one of the goalie sk- sticks that he uh, scored was signed by the entire U.S. team from the championship last year in Edmonton. Very cool. Yeah, so he scored that. Uh, he said that he noted that players from Slovakia were particularly fond of Hershey bars. <laughs> uh, but the plan now with all of his merch is to get a case built in his room and hang everything up as an unforgettable souvenir oh, of this that tournament. Is, that so is incredible. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Smart kid, too. So Yeah, I mean, get their attention however you can, right? And that's all the feels on Move 100.